Good morning, everybody. Um, and welcome to, um, welcome to Cafe Church this lovely Sunday morning. Uh, if you haven't been to one of the Cafe Churches before uh, and you're expecting a normal service as you walked in the door, then sorry to disappoint you, but this is slightly different. Uh, it's very sort of relaxed service. What's going to happen is you've got on your tables uh, an opportunity to do some quizzes and some stuff and some activities and some colouring if you want to, but you don't have to. You can just sit and talk if you would like. There are already some uh, bacon and sausage sandwiches and some pastries and bits and pieces, which you don't have to eat, but if you'd like to, then they're there. There's also teas and coffees, uh, which you are very welcome to come and get as well. Uh, in a little while, we've got a special guest who is going to um, be singing for us, which is very exciting. And then in about, I don't know, 50 minutes or so, I'll tell you the answers to the quizzes for those people who are bothered. Which is, which is two people so far, so that's, that's jolly good. Okay, thank you very much. Enjoy yourselves. Okay, if I could just cut back into people's conversations then, and I will... Um, I've, I've just got a little bit of... Oh, some, some bits and pieces to say. First of all... Um, Cafe Church is a, is a very different type of service, but it, uh, it's, it's quite hard work for some people, and none, none more so uh, than the people who come in really, really early and start slaving in the kitchen. So can we... They don't do it for thank yous, but it would be nice for us to thank them anyway. Uh, if we could just especially thank Carol and Nev, who probably won't come out, but, you know, thank you very much. They're shy. They only exist in the kitchen. If they come out of the kitchen, they dematerialize. I don't know why. They won't come out. Um, and thank you as well for, for Jan. And a special, amazing thank you to James and Moses for, uh, for bringing that um, lovely session to us earlier on. Thank you. So, some of you have been going through and having a look at the quiz. So, if you would like to grab a pen, you can mark your own as long as you're not going to cheat. In France, Shrove Tuesday is known as Mardi Gras, but what does this mean? It means Fat Tuesday. And number two, Ash Wednesday follows Shrove Tuesday. Question number three, this is a fun fact. I didn't know this one until I started um, having a look at, at stuff for this quiz. So Shrove is the past tense of the verb to shrive, which doesn't help as long as you know what shriving is because I haven't got a clue, but it is to receive forgiveness for sins. So it's the Received Forgiveness for Sins Day, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and Easter Sunday falls 47 days after Shrove Tuesday. 47 is your magic number. Why are pancakes traditionally eaten on Shrove Tuesday? This is number five. To use up all the stuff, like eggs, really. And Canada, for number six, produces 80% of the world's maple syrup. Woo indeed. The largest pancake ever made. How wide? Two metres wide, no? More, more. Higher, higher, higher or lower. More than, more than two metres, higher or lower. 80? No. 15. 15 metres wide. I know. Big. The highest pancake toss ever? Five metres. Oh, you're going all, all 
Metric. That's amazing. Yeah, three meters, 29 centimeters, or if you, if you like it in the 1970s, 129 and a half inches. I know. Uh, the most pancake, the most times a pancake has been flipped in one minute is 140. The world record holder is an Australian guy called Brad Jolly. And he would be jolly if he was in the world record book, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, the world record for the number of pancakes eaten in one hour? 73. Only because mum hasn't tried, apparently. She's feeling... <laughs> My Thomas could probably beat 73. Can you beat 73 pancakes in an hour? Easy. Okay. Has anyone been to Scarborough on Shrove Tuesday? It's not all that far away. Any ideas what they get up to? Swim in the sea. So according to the, to the news article that I found... They are skipping, by the way, there. The Scarborough mayor will ring the infamous pancake bell to a crowd of eager pancake fans at 12 noon on Tuesday. This has happened since 1853. Originally, the bell was to signal housewives that they should start making pancakes. Then... <laughs> Then, the annual Pancake Day races will begin at 12.15 when teams of two will race around a carefully crafted obstacle course to win the coveted golden frying pancake trophy. Woo. Following the races, you can head down to the seafront to join some blurry children, hundreds of families and children, for some skipping. This skipping tradition goes back to at least the 1800s. There are various theories of how it started. Some people think that it dates back um, to when half a day's holiday would be given for the start of Lent and men would gather on the beach and play football and kids would skip. Other people say that it was uh, because fishermen would sort out their ropes and nets on Shrove Tuesday and give the rubbish ones to the kids and they would start skipping with them. The answer, I think, is probably who knows. Well, there you go. Um, so skipping is what, so yeah, if you're, if you're kicking around on Tuesday afternoon, Scarborough seems to be the place that you can go. What tradition started in Olney in Buckinghamshire in 1445? No, pancake races. Pancake races. And then what about Ashbourne, Derbyshire? What do they do on Shrove Tuesday? It's not cheese rolling. It's what? I don't even know what that is. That's a pancake race. No, it's this. Ashbourne is consumed. It's only down the road. If you're feeling energetic, this is the one to go to. Because this, listen to this. Ashbourne is consumed each Shrove Tuesday and Ash Wednesday by an ancient and extremely chaotic ball game known as Shrove Tide Football, which sees the population split into two teams, massive teams, who attempt to manoeuvre a large ball through a hundreds-strong scrum of people to reach one of two goals which are three miles apart. There aren't many rules to the game, the article says. Unnecessary, unnecessary violence is frowned upon. Flying fists, kung-fu-kicking feet and even chomping teeth are all fair game. 
The large scrum is known as the hug, and it will move through the town, streets, rivers, and muddy fields as each team vies for control of the ball. For two days only, the usual rules of society are suspended. People have been stamped on a few times. There is a quote. <laughs> Every year there are bruised ribs, sprained ankles, and broken bones. Outsiders are welcome to watch as long as they don't get in the way. This is a local game for local people, the article says. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? That is brilliant. Okay, back to the, uh, back to the crazy quiz. Um, there are 52 million eggs that are used in the UK. 65% uh, of people in the UK don't know what goes into a pancake. Flour, milk, eggs would be the three main ingredients. Uh, what percentage of uh, the UK population make their pancakes from scratch? 49%, according to Ipsos Mori. 20% will buy a mix. 16 will buy ready-made. Uh, the most popular pancake topping... No, it, although it is, it is amongst the youngsters, Dad. Lemon and sugar, Philip. They're traditional. Traditional. 11% of people, when they bodge up a pancake, what do they do with it? Throw it on the ceiling. Jump on it. No. Eat it anyway. They give it to their pets. What do 2% of people think they can do, or say that they will do, sorry, on Shrove Tuesday? Eat more than 20. Eat more than 20 is, is two... Yeah, that's Thomas. He's, he's our two percenter in the room. Oh, and Neve. And what does the NHS say rises 66% on Shrove Tuesday? Yeah, burns. Searches on their website for what to do if you burn yourself. Burning. Yeah. Okay, so moving on from the quiz. Oh, what... Um, did anyone, did anyone get a, a mark? Did anyone actually do it? Five. Five out of 20. It's all right. They were quite obscure questions. Well done. You got five as well. Well, five seems to be a very good score. You don't get extra points for not being able to add up quickly. It really is really lovely to see so many of you here um, for Cafe Church. It's, as you can see from the stuff on the tables, it's all been centred around Pancake Day. Uh, Pancake Day, the start of Lent, Lent leading up to Easter. Easter is therefore only a couple of months away, really. And Easter is pretty incredible. Easter is one of my favourite times of the year. Um, Partly because I like the longer days. I like the fact that the sun comes out and it's a little bit warmer. Also because I like hot cross buns. As a teacher, I like the two-week holiday, which is way less frantic than the two-week holiday at Christmas, um, which is always a little bit of a manic rush. But, but Easter's not all bunnies and chocolate, though, is it? For the church, I would say that Easter's probably the main event. Um, like any institution, though, I think the church does have its, its love of quite strange names. I, I asked in the quiz about why Shrove Tuesday was Shrove Tuesday. Um, it's quite an odd name, an odd word, isn't it? And, and Easter weekend, thinking forward six or seven weeks, Easter weekend starts with Good Friday. The day that Jesus was executed on a cross and died. And when I was a kid, that always sounded pretty weird to me. 
Like, why would the day that Jesus died be called good? Lots of things we call good, don't we? Like, you might say that a plate of chips is good, or or maybe one of Nev's bacon butties is good. Um, You might say that something good like sunshine is is good because it makes you feel happy. Uh, You might think of good as a moral quality, like the good boy or the good girl in class. Or like my kitchen knives, something might be good because they do the job really well. I've got a really good knife. But why would killing Jesus be good? It, It wasn't morally good. It was a total miscarriage of justice. And it's not good because it made Jesus happy. He was mocked and he was hurt on the cross. It's good news because Jesus, who is God uh, God in in human form, willingly died to take the punishment that we deserve for every wrong thing that we've ever done or said. That is an incredible act of love when you think about it. God came to earth as a baby in Bethlehem, lived the life that we can't lead, died the death that we deserve to have so that we can be forgiven. And that's why it's called Good Friday, because when you think about that, that really is the best news, isn't it? God loves us so much that he made a way to forgive us for all the times that we mess up. A little bit like a judge in a courtroom letting a criminal off, but not just randomly letting them off, paying the punishment himself, going to prison for for that criminal, so that justice is still served. So with Valentine's Day fast approaching, I've reminded Julie that it's on Wednesday, David, so uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll get something amazing, I am sure. It'll be the first time ever. <laughs> with Valentine's Day fast approaching, we're reminded, I think, at the start of Lent, which starts on Wednesday, about a God who loves us. And I really haven't got enough time this morning to go into everything about Easter. But if you would like to chat to somebody about what God did for us on the cross, then talk to me or somebody else that you know and you trust this morning before you go home. If you want to find out a little bit more about why Easter is so amazing and so incredible, then grab someone and talk something through before you go. But if you would like more food, then there is an Italian-themed Lent supper on Tuesday uh, this week with food and puzzles. Uh, We do need you to sign up though so that we can have a little bit of an idea about how much food to buy. There is a sheet outside if you haven't already done so. You can still do so now, uh, but we do need to know before before Tuesday, please. And if you can't make Tuesday, there is the Swallowness Baptist Church legendary cooked breakfast on Easter Sunday, which this year falls on March the 31st, after the sunrise service. Which way is it? How way? Uh, up at Ully, up at, the, uh, up at the reservoir, up at Ully. We'll come back here for a breakfast, which will be at about 9, 9.30ish on Sunday morning, on Easter Sunday. And it would be really lovely to see you all there. The, east, the time at Ully will be 8 o'clock. <coughs> 8 o'clock, and then it will be back here for breakfast after that. And it would be really lovely for, to, see, to see everybody that would like to come for those, uh, for those events. Jan, where's she gone? Oh, Jan, you had something to say, didn't you? Uh, yes, uh, it's just a quick advert for something that's going on in the library on Tuesday. I've got a post for it if anybody's interested. 
there are going to be um, various community things going on. Uh, police are going to be there, housing, council housing, Swanless Health Centre, there'll be councillors, and our church will be there. Yes! Uh, we're having a little uh, table so we can advertise what's coming up and what we're doing and where, what, where we're at and what we're about. So if anybody's passing, it's uh, on Wednesday, Valentine's Day, 11 till 2, over at the library. So I'll put that at the back if anybody's interested. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and uh, yeah, the rest of the time is, is yours. No one else is going to stand up here, I don't think, and make any uh, big announcements. So thank you very much for coming and carry on enjoying yourselves and having teas and coffees and things like that. Thank you.